I never got this about discipline and it kept me stuck for so long. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I want to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubt is wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Massive shout out to all of you who have been rating and reviewing our podcast, especially now in 2024. Our goal is to get out to more people. I want to get these messages out to the world. So every time you rate our podcast, review our podcast, give it a star rating on whatever platform that you're using, you are helping us to get out to the world. So thank you. You know who you are. I really do appreciate it. We've got well over 100 five-star reviews on Spotify now. We are cranking them up on almost all of the podcasting apps. And for those of you who are leaving reviews on the Apple podcast app, we really appreciate that as well because it helps again to get out to more people. So thank you, all of you. All right, let's talk about discipline. My whole life, I've struggled with discipline. I've struggled with discipline because, first of all, I think I didn't know what it was. Second of all, I was taught wrong about it. And third of all, maybe it's part of how I am wired from a young age. So when I think back about school, I used to be really undisciplined at school. I remember my second or third day at school, I ran away from school. So my mum dropped me off out the front of school, closed the gates behind us, and I ended up walking into the school and then walked down the back of the oval. I sat down behind a tree where no one could see me, and I sat there for like half an hour to an hour, and I just got really upset. I just started crying, wanted to go home, and then I just went home. I just walked home. So I used to be really undisciplined, even from the first week of school. Now, it might not be undisciplined. Some of you are thinking, well, I didn't like school either. Maybe, maybe I should have done that, but I just didn't like it. I didn't want to be there, and yeah, I was undisciplined. Then when I went through school, I used to cause a lot of problems. I used to get in trouble a lot. You know, I would distract other kids. I just would have this chaotic mind that I couldn't really control. I was more impulsive than most people. Now, it could have been, I think, from doing a lot of studies into ADHD, part of it is genetic. So when I look at my family, I can isolate key family members who were probably have ADHD. The other thing is I've had a couple of major head traumas from when I was younger. I was playing Chasey on the playground, apparently. I don't remember anything. I remember walking to school and I remember going to the shop with a kid that I went to school with. His name was Kane. I remember walking to school with him, but I don't remember the, almost the rest of the day. And I was completely knocked unconscious. And what it was, was we had these glass Coke bottles, right? This is what I've been told. We got these glass Coke bottles from the shop and we were running around. And as we were playing Chasey, I went to touch him, not inappropriately, you sick people, but I went to touch him right in playing Chasey. And as he did, he swung around to get away and he had the glass bottle in his hand and it hit me in the head and knocked me completely unconscious. The part I do remember, I don't remember most of the day, I do remember waking up in the office, like crying and freaking out. And then I remember my mum picking me up. But other than that, I don't remember anything else. Apparently, I went to the hospital and, and all that sort of stuff. So that was probably a major concussion. Now, that can definitely affect you know how your brain operates. Then I did boxing for 
a few years and then I got into kickboxing. So I probably got punched in the head a, a bit as well. I wasn't doing it at a professional level, so I was sparring, but we wouldn't go like super hard and knock each other out or anything. That could be part of brain trauma as well. I got glassed in the head when I was at a nightclub one night. I was talking to a girl that I knew and apparently, again, I don't really remember what happened. I remember drinking with my mates before going to the club. And then after that, I remember waking up in the Royal Adelaide Hospital, getting stitches in my head, and I woke up halfway through it and I had two friends standing there. Other than that, I don't really remember much of the night, but apparently what happened was I was talking to a girl that this guy knew. He liked her, saw me getting along with her, and then just decided to come back a couple of hours later when he was drunk and just smash me across the head with a bottle and knock me completely unconscious. It broke my front teeth and so on. Maybe these major head traumas have prevented me from being a little bit disciplined. But I think the biggest thing was from a young age, I was taught that you work hard so that then things get easy. You work hard so that things get easy. You work hard so that things get easy. And this was reinforced. My dad used to do night shift as a cleaner. And that's how I started as a cleaner. There was a trade school, I guess you could say, called Molston TAFE here in South Australia. I used to go and clean Molston TAFE at like one or two o'clock in the morning. Sometimes it would be 11 o'clock at night. And we would have to go and clean it at night. And I would go along to help him out. But I was also getting paid. I was on the books. But I was only like 14 or something. And so I would go and clean at night. And dad would work super hard. So there was a, I remember another guy who used to work with us. Dad would work super hard. We would have half of the building to do. And the other guy and, and his companion dude that he worked with would work on the other half of the building. We would finish like two hours before him every night because we would work so hard we would go flat out. But the cool thing was our leaders and managers and shit that managed us didn't give a toss as long as we got the job done. So we would normally leave work like two hours early and still get paid for it because we would just smash through the work. Now, it was good for me because I could go home and go back to sleep for school. But part of the problem was I learned this pattern of behavior was that you work really, really hard so that then you can rest hard. Now, I would overexert myself to then underexert myself. And so it became this erratic pattern in my life where I would push too hard and then I would rest too hard. But when I would rest, I would feel guilty because I felt like I could be doing so much more. Now, in order to shut that part of my brain off, when I was younger, in my teenage, early adult, you know, 19, 20, so on, I would drink because on weekends, my mates would go, let's go away and would go to the Riverland, would go water skiing, wakeboarding, riding motorbikes, thrashing cars. We would go to all this fun shit, but at nighttime, we would sit down and I would just sit around the campfire and I'd be bored. So what do you do when you're bored and your brain tells you to do shit and it gets all chaotic? You drink because then it slows it down. And then if you're still bored, you eat. So you drink and you eat. That's what I used to do. I would drink and I would eat to try to relax. But that was because my brain was saying, dude, you're better than this. You've got a higher standard. There's other shit that you'd rather be doing. Go do that. If we did things, like let's say that at nighttime we would go and do things, like we'd go get firewood. So we'd hook on a big trailer. We would all hop in a car. If I was driving, I wouldn't be drinking. So I'd, we would all head out to this scrubland and we would get all these, you know, big mallee roots and which are essentially big tree roots of trees that had fallen over and broken apart. So we would go get all those. I wouldn't drink doing that. But when I would come back and relax, I would drink. Now looking back at it, I'm like, it's because my brain was telling me, you have higher standards, but I couldn't switch it off. I was always looking for something to do because I wanted to do things. I wanted to achieve things. I knew that I was born to do great things. And I still know that. I'm sure of it. And I'm sure you are too. And so 
that just created more chaos because I would drink, I would feel like shit the next morning. You know, if it was Friday night, then now Friday night, I've been drinking, I've been eating, I wake up, I feel like shit. It takes me a couple of hours to get going again. And then now I'm eating again, go water skiing for a little bit, come back, and then I'm sitting around the campfire and I'm drinking again. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm drinking, I'm eating. Then Sunday morning, I wake up, I feel like shit, I'm tired. There's part of me that wants to go train, but I feel fatigued. And it was just horrible when I look back at it. But I mean, it was fun. It was fun because I got to hang out with my mates. We did a lot of crazy shit, a lot of cool things. Like, you know, I grew up around in Australia. If you're listening overseas, we obviously don't have a lot of guns here, but I had friends who were farmers and stuff. My dad had guns. So we would go take the guns. We would go shooting stuff. We had a, a block of land with rally tracks on it and all that stuff that was owned by my dad and the Australian junior rally champion. So we'd go take cars out and thrash them around, ride motorbikes. So I had heaps of fun with my friends, but I just didn't know how to switch off and relax, right? And I thought relaxing was essentially self-destructing. And I think for most people who are listening to this now, and you probably go through this as well, is that your relaxation is self-destructing. Your relaxation might be sabotaging your own goals, right? If relaxing is sitting on the couch and buying shit that you don't need off of eBay or Amazon, then you're self-destructing. And that's feedback to you that you're not meeting your own standards, that you're being undisciplined. Then if you look at food, if you have a diet that you want to stick to, and I used to do this and, and I did this up until last year, I would get so consumed by work and I would work so hard that my only way to switch off was to eat. And so I would order two pizzas and pretty much eat them until I was so bloated that I would just pass out, right? But I felt like shit and then I couldn't get the body that I wanted. And it wasn't until late last year that I clicked. What clicked to me was that discipline is always a work in progress. It's always a work in progress. And so every day when my alarm goes off in the morning and I don't want to get out of bed because I'm tired, I get out of bed and my brain says, dude, but you don't need to get out of bed. I'm a business owner. I don't need to get out of bed. I can get out of bed whenever I want. And I work from home and my staff work from home and some of them are overseas. So we all communicate through Zoom. As long as I'm on, on meetings and stuff, I don't have to get out of bed. And so I've got that excuse. Right, I've got enough money where I can eat whatever I want. So if I want to order takeaway or I want to order whatever, I just order it. Right, I don't need to think about it. But the problem is that it ruins my own self-worth because I'm undisciplined. And I didn't realize no one had ever taught me. And this is, I believe, because the personal development industry teaches people that you can get rid of your fears, you can get rid of stress, you can eliminate all of these things. And so I bought into that belief structure. I bought into the beliefs that if you work hard, you need to rest hard and you do, but not in the way that I was doing it that I've been convinced most people should do. So what I realized was that I had to become different. I had to change as a person. I had to change the way that I operated and change the way that I think. This is why changing you is more important than anything else in your life. Because if you're not changing the way you think, in the way you feel and in the way you behave, no matter what happens in your life, no matter what happens you achieve, no matter how much great stuff that you have, you'll still feel like shit about yourself and you'll still feel like shit about your life. And how do you feel awesome about yourself? How do you develop absolute self-confidence, absolute self-belief? You follow through on what you say you're going to do. When I have people in my DMs every day going, oh, I've been thinking about doing one of your programs. I've been thinking about doing coaching with you. And I'm like, cool, man, keep thinking. This is just your mental masturbation that you do because that's who you are as a person. Who you are is you like flogging yourself in your own brain with a whole bunch of different ideas and thoughts that you never execute on. And you think that you're moving forward. Oh, I think I'm going to do something. 
Cool. Keep thinking, bro, because that's going to get you the result that you want. Keep thinking. Right? Most people mentally mind fuck themselves and they mind fuck themselves because they don't make decisions. They can't make commitments. Why can't they do that? Because they're undisciplined. They like the courage. They like the confidence to execute. I know that shit goes wrong all the time. But what I'm 100% sure about is that if I say I'm going to do something and I say that I'm going to follow through on it and I say I'm going to get a result, I get it. Does it always happen? No, but I keep working until I get it. That's why I am where I am and have what I have. Because years ago, when I started making mistakes in business, I was like, I'm not stopping. I'm just going to keep going. And that's discipline. That's why I invest money. I invest money that I don't have, but I find a way to make it happen. Why? Because I'm committed to it. I'm disciplined. I'm disciplined to my goals. Right now, part of me was disciplined, but part of me was a bit soft and a bit lacking. And then when I realized last year that discipline is the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. The devil on one shoulder is the old you, right? When you look at those cartoons where they've got the devil and the angel or the movies where they've got the devil and the angel, you've seen these metaphors before. The devil is the past you. It's the past you that represents who you were, not who you are, but who you were. And the angel represents the future you, which is the idealistic self that you're always comparing yourself to and your actions to, your behaviors to. So you've got the angel on one shoulder that's saying, don't eat the pizza because you want to feel good about yourself. Don't spend the cash on dumb shit that is going to keep you going in circles. It's saying, don't act emotionally over dumb things. And then you've got the devil on the shoulder saying, yeah, but this is who you are. But that's not who you are. It's who you were. Who you were is from this second backwards. The moment that you think of it, it's already the past you. So if I say this is who I am, by thinking this is who I am, I'm already in the past because now we're in another second. That new second is a new moment, which means it's a new me. But unless I make different decisions and keep thinking about the decisions that I have to make based on my future self, I'm always going to make them based on my past self. And so when someone says, this is just who I am, I'm like, no, that's who you were. What most people think of themselves is who they were. Well, I'm undisciplined. You're not undisciplined. You were undisciplined. Change it. Yeah, but I, I, I'm this way. Yeah, but change it. Change it right now. Start making different decisions and become more disciplined. Use the angel more and the, the devil less. The devil is the past you. It's your old behaviors, your old patterns, the old structures that are keeping you stuck. Are you ready to raise your standards? Achieve more and stay accountable like never before. My brand new Dominate program is designed to give you year-round accountability and keep you consistently winning. Inside, you'll get epic trainings in mindset, wealth, health, and relationships, plus weekly group coaching calls to combat inconsistency and to stop you falling off the bandwagon. No more trial and error, no more going through the motions, no more feeling unfulfilled at the end of your year. Just a chance to be your best, do your best and to dominate. No locking contracts, cancel anytime. Join now via the link in the description or at michaelmojo.com. Now, what discipline is, is it's the clash of the old devil and the new angel that are fighting off against each other. And what I realized is the friction between those two, you have to grind the devil into a paste. So I feel like two pieces of sandpaper in my mind coming together. Yet the angel is the stronger piece of sandpaper, and I just have to grind away at the other piece of sandpaper until there's no sandpaper left. 
So every day when my brain says, you know what, just eat that. And I know that it's outside of my calories and it's outside of my macros. I'm like, ah, welcome old devil. And then I'm like, I know the game. You want to play the game with me, right? You want to go back to me doing what I've always done, but it ain't going to happen. Now, I don't get pissed off at myself. I watch people get frustrated at themselves. It reminds me of my old self. When I would order a pizza, I would sit there and be like, oh, I fucked it again. And, and then I, I start beating myself up. Or I think, oh, I shouldn't be having these thoughts. I should, I, why do I keep thinking this way? That's the wrong question, right? It's, it's a bad way of thinking about it. Stop doing it. The way to think about it is, ah, let's have some fun here. The old devil's coming in. He ain't going to win. And so then I just go back and just keep doing what I'm doing. I have fun with it instead of being aggressive towards it. I laugh at it instead of being disappointed and frustrated because my brain just doesn't just flow easy and that, you know, life should be easy and I should just be able to be disciplined and stick to decisions. No, no, no. You grind the old devil into a paste every day and you do it by friction, just like sandpaper. You just keep rubbing it until it dissolves itself. That's how I think about it. Okay. And it happens so many times throughout the day. Right, I should just have my fifth coffee. And I'm like, hey, hey, right, we're already jacked up on caffeine. Not going to happen, my friend. Right, I'm committed to not doing it. And then my brain's like, yeah, but it's just one coffee. And I'm like, nah, man, it ain't going to happen. And this is how I self-talk. Just buy that extra pair of Jordans, right? They're just, it's just Jordans. They're only a couple hundred bucks. Easily got a couple hundred bucks. And then the angel kicks in. It's like, dude, that couple hundred bucks could be invested into the markets. That couple hundred bucks could be your next mentor. That couple hundred bucks could be the next thing that's going to help you to get to the next level. It's going to help you to build you. Don't do it, bro. Stay on track. Let's do this. I got you back. And I talk to myself like that. Now, some people might think I'm weird. Cool. I might be weird, but I would rather be weird, disciplined, highly successful, have heaps of confidence, feel great about myself because I know that I've become the man that I always wanted to be. Wes Watson says something amazing. He said, be the man you're proud of. Now, you might not be a man listening to this. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But be the person that you're proud of. Be the person that you're proud of every night because you're disciplined to follow through on the things that you say you're going to do. Now, if you're not doing that, you've got to ask yourself the question, is it because I'm not prioritizing my time effectively? Maybe. Is it because you don't know how to prioritize your time effectively? Maybe. Is it because you don't know how to be the person that you want to be because you lack clarity around your own success map in life? If that's the case, Go online, go to my website. My brand new website's been launched, michaelmojo.com. Go on there and get Thrive Time. When you buy Thrive Time, you get the online membership hub, which will help you to build your success map and a ticket to my live event. So go and do that because that's why I built it. I built it so that people can build their own success map in life. It's probably the greatest thing that you ever learn. I believe it's one of the greatest personal development events on the planet. If you don't think that after you come, I'll give you money back, but I guarantee it is. Because it helps people build their success map. And all these people go and do personal development. But a lot of the time, it becomes more confusing because they don't really know what they're trying to achieve and who they're trying to become. When you get clear on that, you crush it in life because you can stay focused and you know what you're here to do. I very rarely wander outside of my own lane. Why? Because I end up too chaotic. So I just stay in my lane. So you need to become disciplined in order to build yourself. It's always the who. It's not the how and the what. The how and the what is only a, reflect a reflection of the who. Who you become is the most important thing in life. You better be working towards that every day through your decisions, through your commitments, through your courage, and through doing shit that challenges you, right? 
And I was only just saying to Jess the other day, this is the first Christmas break that we've had where I've worked. I normally work through the Christmas break most of the time anyway, but I literally worked every day. I worked Christmas day, right? I did a little bit in the morning. I did a little bit in the afternoon and I still made sure I got my workout and I weighed all my food during Christmas. And everyone in my family thought that I was a fucking nut job. But at the same time, everyone said to me, you've lost weight. You look really good. You look like you fit. Right? So they all notice it. But then when I start weighing my food, because they're all sitting there just smashing all this food down and I'm sitting there eating, you know, chicken thighs that I've measured. I measured the amount of potatoes and stuff that I ate because I wanted to make sure I didn't eat all the shit that was covered in cream and everything because I knew that I had to be disciplined, not for anybody else, but for myself, because I wanted to wake up the next morning and go, dude, fucking crushed it yesterday. And I wanted to go to bed Christmas night going, fuck, I feel amazing. Not like I do every other year, which is what most people do. And that is go to bed at Christmas night. And they're like, holy shit, I feel horrible. Too much alcohol, too much food. But it's because they gave themselves permission to be sloppy. So look, just remember, discipline is the internal fight and the internal dialogue that you have every day with yourself. David Goggins said this. David Goggins is ultra marathon runner, broke the world record of the most amount of chin-ups done in a 24-hour period, ex-Navy SEAL, crazy guy, super crazy. He said, I'm almost 50. To get up and go for a ultra marathon run or to train for an ultra marathon and to have to do a 100 or 200 or 300 kilometer run in a day, when my alarm goes off at three o'clock in the morning, I don't want to get out of bed. And I don't even have to get out of bed. He said, I'm a multimillionaire now. I don't have to do that. But he said, if I don't do it, then I'm not the person that I have become. I've worked my whole life to be the man that I wanted to be. And I'm that man now. If I were to do anything different, I would lose that. So he said, I force myself to get out of bed. Then he said, people say to me, oh, you're lucky because you're disciplined. He said, when I go to put on my shoes, my knees ache. I've had three knee reconstructions. I can barely run. But he said, until I can't run, I'm going to keep running. And so he said, I put on my shoes, I tie my shoelaces, and I keep reminding myself that I just got to get started. Then he said, when I start, I have to limp for 15 minutes because my knees are jacked, my feet hurt, and I'm sore. But he said, I keep running. And he reckons after about 15 minutes, I get into a rhythm, I get into a flow, and then I start. And he said, then after that, I just get it done. And at the end of the day, I feel great about myself. And so he said, when people say to me, you're lucky because you're disciplined, he said, they don't even know the shit that goes on in my head that I have to deal with in order to get me to where I'm at. But that's why I built the man that I am. So if you want to build the person that you've always wanted to be, then make sure that you're disciplined and you're on track and that you, you win those internal battles with yourself every day. Because it's not about who you are, it's about who you're becoming. And every day, if you're focused on who you're becoming and you're becoming a better version of yourself every day, then you win in life because no one can take that away from you. They can take away your cars. They can take away your house. They can take away your money, but they can't take away your own self-confidence, your own self-belief, your own self-discipline. That's why you'll be back there in no time. And after that, you stop living with fear. All these people that I talk to, like every week I'm talking to people on the phone, they're like, yeah, but what if? The only reason why those what ifs are there is because they don't back themselves. They don't back themselves because they're used to giving up. They have low self-worth, low self-confidence, low self-belief. When you keep following through with your actions and you do what you need to do, you just do things. That's why I commit to shit before I'm ready. You've heard me say this on the podcast before. Your next level never fits your bank account or your timeline. You will not have the money to go to the next level and you'll not have the time to go to the next level. But if you keep using money and time as an excuse to not go to the next level and to not grow as a person, 
then that's why you're always going to be stuck at that level and you've probably been stuck there for years trying to find the solution. But the solution is you need to develop more courage, be more disciplined and commit to shit and follow through on it. And that's why when I do something, like Jess always asks me, she's like, how do you just, like literally I bought a half a million dollar car by looking at it online, talking to the guy and within half a day, I'd bought that car. Most people can't even buy a fucking meal in that time. They go out for lunch and it takes them, you know, half a day to try and figure out what they want to eat. Why? Because they just don't back themselves. They just can't sit there and say, you know what, I'll make it work. We just got to figure it out. Let's get it done. Right? And Jess says that to me all the time. How is it that you can just see what you want and you go for it? Whether it's mentor, whether it's a business partnership, whether it's something because I know what I want, I'm super clear. I've got my own success map super clear. And then after that, I just keep working on becoming the man that I need to become in order to make those decisions. Super successful people make a lot of decisions. They make a lot of decisions fast. Why? Because they know that they'll always figure it out even if they get it wrong. Whereas the average person knows that they can't figure it out because they never figure it out because they always get shit wrong and then they beat the shit out of themselves, feel like crap. And so they try to avoid failure. And because of that, they naturally fail. Something to think about, Driven Mofos. Anyway, have a great day. Be more disciplined. Grind that devil in your mind into a paste and become the person that you want to become by staying focused, by being super disciplined, and make sure you keep building that angel on your shoulder, which is trying to build the future idealistic best version of you. Take care, everyone. Stay disciplined. Stay disciplined.